Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Can you top me off a little bit? And yeah. then pour me some wine? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Hey. Hey, I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not playing. Somebody fucking top me off. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin Scranton. And I'm Shane Smith. <sighs> Oh, yeah. Open a beer, and I'm not going to drink it for another 20 minutes because I have another one open. You have another one open. That's uh, fine. It's good to have you back drinking on the pod. Yeah, it feels good to have uh, you know done a whole January, and then February 1st, cracked it. I, I think but it's, only quick. It was a quick little in and out. For, yeah, and I'm I think not you're, you're doing it for the pod. Yes. Yeah, I haven't been drinking to go to work or drinking to just drive <laughs> since last December, so yeah. we're good. I don't do that. <laughs> it is a good time, though. Well, I'm glad to have you back. We're glad to be here. This is a, a normal, we, what do we call this normal episode? Yes, the, the normal free episode. Free episode. Mm-hmm. And so if you're hearing this, it means you may not be a patron, and you really should be. You should be. Uh, we talked, we had a great episode last week about uh, DMT and mm-hmm. consciousness and uh, all kinds of things with the mind, some of which will, will maybe come up today, but it was a okay. deeper dive. It's really fun. Yeah. And it's really affordable. It is. I, I, mean, I have two subscriptions because it's so cheap. $5 a month. And you get... You can also buy a year's worth. Yeah, and it's don't. cheaper then to do it. And you can also give more if you want to give more, but we don't, you know... Definitely don't give less. You can just give us what you need. Yeah. Um, what you can. Yeah. Please join. We have or a great you, can, you can support us by buying merchandise off our website. Mm-hmm. You can visit our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least for now, Spotify has not kicked us off. Not yet. Not we yet. Are, had another YouTube ban, but we're not off yeah. Spotify yet. Yeah. So, not banned, but we That'd be really awesome if Neil Young was like, <laughs> I'm out of here until you get rid of Joe Rogan in <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy and Conspiracy Beer Me. We would, we would have a week or two of really, really great numbers. Yeah. And they'd be like, what the fuck do those guys say? And then they listen. They're like, oh, not much. Oh, it's weird that Neil Young took these guys to death. <laughs> yeah. What was um, this problem with them? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, on that note, we're really excited to have back uh, someone we had on recently who's a good friend of ours, mm-hmm. but also a good friend of the pod. You guys loved him. So welcome back. Mike Mello. Hey, guys. How are you? All right. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. How are you? How you doing? I'm good, man. Good. Uh, it was fun last time. Yeah, we had a good time. We uh, cried a bit. Cried a bit. Cried a <laughs> we bit. cried. Laughed yeah. so hard we cried. It's good to uh, be hanging with you guys. Again. Yeah, so yeah. last time you were on, we tackled uh, a great conspiracy about Michael Jackson as the uh, the potential child, love child. Yeah. Of Diana, what, well, who was it? Diana Ross and Smokey, Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson, that's right. Um, so good. I haven't stopped thinking about it. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Now, we're going to completely switch gears today, and it's, it's, very, uh, it's a very interesting conspiracy, especially given the fact that we are uh, just weeks away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, which the big is, game of sports, I think we have to say. Oh, we have to say the big game? Yeah, we're it, not allowed to say Super Bowl. You're really not? You, you can't do shit with the Super Bowl. It's crazy. They're like... Oh, well, you just said it. Uh, well, uh, you'll hear me edit it, and it'll sound like that big <laughs> An game. An extremely large... Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. bowl. No, uh, they love to. And you can't mention it in any advertising. Is that you right? You can't mention it and anything to promote because it's their brand. They don't come after your ass. They, they, it's, a, it's a trademark, trademark registered name, kind yeah. of name. That's why you always say, you got wings for the big game? And it's like, which big game? The Super Bowl? Oh, Is that so the one you, you mean? The, they need to clarify. Has no one trademarked the big game? Because that seems like a real we easy. Do. Let's do it. All right. Well, uh, if anyone can pay for us to trademark that, we'll do it. Uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about um, this conspiracy involving sports betting. And to uh, get into it, what, what got me interested in this, there was a, a, a bet placed recently in January, I think January 5th, at a basketball game between Kansas and Oklahoma State. Right? Mm-hmm. This was what's called a mid-match bet. Oh. So it's in the middle of the game there's still bets you can place. And this one was that neither team would score 30 points in the first half. Now, okay. there were 10 minutes left in the game, and a guy placed a bet on, on neither team would score 30 points in the first half. Mm-hmm. And there's like, so he's halfway through the first half, 10 minutes left. What do you, so Kansas was leading. How many points do you think Kansas had when he placed the bet? 29. Correct. Correct. Are you serious? He placed a bet when Kansas had 29 points. Oklahoma State had 17, and they they and he put a bet down that was like uh, if he won, it was like 20 yeah. bucks, where he would win like 26 thousand dollars. <laughs> That's awesome. And Kansas missed every single shot it took for the next 10 minutes. And not only that, I would find that dude and punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Is that guy jinxes? Yeah, he, yeah. That, <clears throat> and, and not only that, Oklahoma State was down. They went on a twelve zero run, so they got to twenty nine points with like three or four minutes left, and neither team scored. Wow! For three or four minutes, and if you go watch that half, it is all. It, it's a comedy of errors that like nobody scores. Yeah, and it was it was so improbable that when people got done, and I, I sort of followed it, and I was reading all about it, and people were like, "Well, yeah, that, he's a time traveler." That was their first thing. It wasn't like well, someone threw the, the game. game. No, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think. I think it's hard to throw a game that much, right? I, I, I both teams have to be on board. Yeah, that. both teams right. have to be on board. <laughs> and sometimes and the ball like, just goes in. Like that's tough, yeah. Yeah, and and you know the big point Should shaving block his own teammate. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, do you think like, this is rigged? Something's <laughs> up. Something's fishy. Yeah, what's going on? Grayson Allen comes and like trips somebody, and you're like, you're not even in the game. <laughs> yeah, what man. are you doing? <laughs> A mod Rashad shows up, and you're like, I thought you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, people were really suspicious of it. Now, I will say this: the 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 greatest point shaving scandal in. NBA history uh, was uh, involved a ref okay. who was shaving points, and according to him, and it's that's a great story of it. I think we've actually covered that once, but um, it's a great story in its own right. But he, he said that they never changed the outcome of games; they just changed the spreads and bet on the spreads. Okay, um, and and this did not change the outcome of the game because Kansas, who was heavily favored. In case you're listening and you think, well, Kansas sucked. In the second half, Kansas <laughs> scored like 50 points and shot oh, like shit. 72%. So it really was a fluke thing that people were like, how would you possibly know to place a bet when there's 29 points on the board? 
with 10 minutes remaining. Yeah, it's fishy. Or that guy's just got a, such a bad gambling habit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He you just, know what I'm saying? He's it's like, like the Matrix. I see Halfway it. through somebody's jump, he's like, parachute's not going to open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, sometimes people have that insider knowledge, right? They, they either see the game enough or they're around the people. For example, I have friends that work in professional hockey. And I know that when they come to certain cities, they party hard, and they could be like, "We could probably bet that they're going to lose tomorrow's game because they are partying oh, so hard tonight." You know what? So like, you're around enough, you know. Obviously, I, it's a little I knew a, a gal who was really successful at college sports betting, mm-hmm. football. Like, how are you so successful? And she's like, "I just stalk the teams on social media, and so I know going into the game, I get I get into like where they are mentally into their. This is Crazy, a while ago, when, yeah. when it was sort of early and." People didn't know that like anyone could find your social media, and she's like, "I just if you do enough of that, if you do your research, you can just figure out which team is not mentally prepared." Wow! Because you'll see party pictures, and so you just she would just do that in bed, <laughs> which is hilarious. Because uh, I don't want to admit this, but I will. I accidentally started watching Cheer. Oh yeah, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Don't Norm, judge. don't judge. <laughs> All right, I hear extra laughing, <laughs> but. They, you know, it's like Daytona and everything, right? Yeah. It's so cheesy that I can't turn it off. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> is, this so a, is this like a, a documentary? documentary? Like a reality series, TV series? about cheerleading. Intense, isn't thing. it? It is, man. It, it's uh, one dude went to jail. I, I got to see what happens. They were going through the championship, right? Yeah. Or this big thing in Daytona. And uh, they showed them during their little speech beforehand, which mm-hmm. I'm dying laughing. I'm like, <laughs> you guys are so corny. Yo. Y'all should all get your ass beat, which I do, would not recommend that. No. So, but yeah, one team was just like, you could tell mm-hmm. they just had their mind right. Yeah. And the other team was like, the speech was so bad. Bad. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Oh, I think you bombed. Yeah, it's like, not good. I think you bombed your speech. Because we are the best. And this one guy's like, you know why? Because fuck them. And <laughs> yeah. it was just so corny, man. They was like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. And then they ended up doing really bad. You ever told a cheerleader that cheerleading wasn't a sport? No, because it's hard. I can't do it. No, it's hard. It doesn't mean it's a sport, but it's mm. a, it's a really bad argument to try to make. To oh, I'm sure. What kind of what constitutes a sport? Well, in my opinion, uh, a sport is a combination of uh, uh, power, uh-huh. uh, speed, yep. and agility that involves objectively judged competition. So cheerleading. It's not. It's not objectively judged. It's not. No, it's like a judge. It, 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 when I mean objectively judge, I mean there's a score. Don't they the, get scores in that? They get scores yeah, from people, it's though. From it's like people. it's like di- uh, diving. It's not like you can be like, dang, 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 dang. Oh, right. Yeah, like, oh, I mean, damn, they just and hit I, a three-pointer. And I know that, uh, that all sports have some, well, not all, but. In the Olympics like that? Most sports yeah. have some level of referee or judge who can influence well, would, the score, but hmm. I don't think that, and I'm not saying it's not hard. In fact, right. I think figure skating might be the hardest thing in the world to do. Right. Right? Because you get three minutes every four years to try to win the only thing that matters to you in your life. Yeah, and you got knives on your feet on a slippery surface. Right, and if you and make... And those see-through shirts. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, and you get leggings that don't match your actual skin color. And... <laughs> am I right? Pick right? something that matches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you think about, like, the idea of being judged determine who wins, right? Where you're it's just like, like 
It is like comedy where you're horrible. like, like I, 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 I'm never going to win that because these judges don't like me. I want to be judged on an objective thing where like if you get the most laughs, you win. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, that's not how it works. We're okay. going to judge you based on all these other. So I think it's harder. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm right. just saying it's not a sport. And, okay. But cheerleaders don't like you to tell them. Oh, I can imagine not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In that document, you just see him like getting like, yeah, we're so pumped and just. Rah. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. You know, I mean, it's a different. Like my friend dated a girl who did cheerleading all through college. And then now she sells like cheerleading uniforms. Oh, really? Like mm-hmm. she's just something in it, you know. Hmm. That's it's big like, business, isn't it? Yeah. A friend of mine, uh, he bartends now, but. He was a Carolina cheerleader, and now he hosts cheerleading competition. Crazy. Probably makes good money. Yeah. He Man. only does it like seasonal. Wow. So. Is it too late for me to go into cheerleading? Man, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. Yeah. You're like, I heard your knees cracking as you said that. Oh, my that. God. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me, the Rice Krispies. I know, right? You know, uh, <clears throat> back to our, our time-traveling yeah. sports yeah. betting phenomena, um, we, we have previously talked once, Shane, about um, – there have been, uh, uh, Mello, over the years, some very suspicious Wall Street mm-hmm. betting. Um, I think probably the most famous is a guy, uh, still unknowns to this day, who in 2008 um, bet basically $1.7 million that Bear Stearns, who in uh, that time, 2008, this is before the stock market crashed, um, that Bear Stearns was the bedrock of wall street yeah, it was the enron of the 90s yeah and, and then in 2008 he bet that and then like a week later bear stearns had lost half its value and and he walked off with like a couple billion dollars hmm. and people were like that's suspicious yeah how does he carry all that he's just walking away holding two billion dollars uh, i mean i think it's it's oh digital probably currency. just digital currency. yeah that makes yeah. sense i mean the, the, you know before 9 11 somebody to this day, we don't know who uh, shorted the the airline industry and just made billions of dollars mm-hmm. on doing that, which was probably the the terrorist who flew planes. Um, but see, here's a, that's when you know a team's confident; they're willing to bet on themselves for sure. They're like, "We're going to do this," and they made tons of money. Good for them. Well, uh, in 2017, um, this one is my second favorite of these stories. A Euro, an Eastern European gambler who, again, to this day, we do not know who this person is. Um, he bet on the World Series, 2017 World Series. And he did it where uh, it's a parlay bet, so there's multiple bets. And he was predicting the winner of each game and the score, and he was six for six wow. going into the seventh game. Wow. And... Then, uh, so that was, he was at 14 million, which he could walk away with 14 million or he could bet game seven. But by that point, the betting world was like, no one's ever done. Like, this is insane. Yeah. This guy's I mean, it, man. It, 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 it's not quite <laughs> as, as impressive, but it's almost impressive. If it's like somebody picked March madness down to like perfectly to the final four. Right. All the scores. Cause, Cause at that point, the teams would be like, well, who did he pick for the last, three games because they're probably gonna you know win right right? Hmm. so like so he was so then then he just disappeared like a thief in the night with his 14 million and didn't stay for a big prize right um there's a um there's this thing in uh, europe that's a uh um 
It's called Four to Score, which is the soccer league gives you four games, and you have to pick the person who scores first in each one of those four games. That so you've got tough, right? So a guy won it, um, and people are like, "He's the first guy to win it," so he wins like a few, you know, like a quarter million pounds. And then the next week, he does it a second time. And people are like, okay, that's bullshit. Like, how is he possibly? <laughs> yeah, that's time traveling right there. Right, right. It does, like, it makes no <laughs> sense. And then, and then this is my favorite one because it's so recent. So last weekend, uh, if you don't follow sports and you're listening, was in the, we have a lot of foreign uh, folks. This is the, in, the, in the United States, our football league, which is American football, we have what's called the divisional or the conference championships, the mm-hmm. American football and the National Football have a championship, the winners go on to play in what we call the Super Bowl, which you probably heard of. Both games, one game went to overtime, and one game probably could have came down to basically the last play where there was an interception. It was mm-hmm. Both games were phenomenally close. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point uh, in the game with uh, Kansas City and Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati was down by what, like 20-something points? came all the way back. Kansas basically didn't score in the yeah. second half after just mm. dominating. They were crazy games. Well, some guy bet a small amount of money and walked away with $580,000 because he picked the Bengals to win 27-24, which they did, and he picked the Rams to win 20-17, to which they did in overtime. Man. Mm. So... He picked both scores of insane games absolutely correct. Man. So I'm thinking these are people who all work at the same company who's got access to a time machine and are just like, man, I'll just think about this one time. And (laughs) they all got the same idea. Times is tough right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, someone in the future has a time machine and they all work for this company. Yeah. I I think that. I think it's one company, man, (laughs) because otherwise everybody would be winning bets. Right. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? A lot more people would be winning bets. True. So, yeah, they got to be. Or super rich. Some people are sneaking out. Mm-hmm. Hey man, look, don't tell nobody, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and then you'd be like, look, just don't get crazy with it. <laughs> yeah, just All right. Yeah. You try to hide it and you, you bring did it back. great sales this month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the best thing we could do is, all right, you can take this time machine, but don't. Don't do, don't you kill Hitler. Don't do any of this shit. Don't do nothing crazy. Just lay down some bets. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah. But then every now and then someone would get greedy and be like, man, you won all those. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, man, I had to, man. I had yeah. to. That's how I know I'd That's be a bad crazy. criminal because I'd be, I'd be going back and be like, you remember when candy bars were bigger? And I'd go back just to get a bunch of candy bars. I wouldn't think anything about robbing anybody. I'd just be like, I just wanted that bigger candy bar. <laughs> I just wanted like, a Charleston yeah, shoe. Yeah, you remember when cereal was actually bigger? Well, Mello, you are very much... Uh, in tune with what people are theorizing oh. on this, because first of all, we should we should say that uh, why people think this is uh, potentially a time travel situation is because it's a forward-looking or futuristic time traveling versus the much more complicated and problematic time travel to the past. Yeah, like when you travel oh. into the past, yeah, you run into the problem of creating time loops. You know, we've all seen Back to the Future, which yeah. it probably doesn't work like that. 
But no. <laughs> but I mean, if every time you went back to the future, your mom tried to have sex with you, that would be a weird side effect. No one would travel. go back. No one would ever do it. Yeah. They'd be like, you know, I, I like where I live. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. That would be a really great, like, Back to the Future, like, fan fiction where he, oh, yeah. he's into it. He's <laughs> yeah. his mom, and he's like, I've had an Oedipal complex. Yeah, that would be important for sure. Just, just, that's a great, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, uh, no, but but traveling to the past creates problems, as, as we all know, because if yeah. you go to the past, you change something, change something, everything else. Changes. You're like, yeah, if I go back to you know 1980 and I tell myself the winning lottery numbers, well, then what happens then to the last 40 years? Right, gone. When I've got the lottery winnings, and and how would I get to a point where I needed to go back and tell my? So it creates that paradox. But right. looking into the future doesn't really create that paradox because we are time traveling in that direction. Sure. Right. We are moving towards the future, just albeit at a very slow mm-hmm. rate. So to, to, to go look ahead from here and say, I can pull some information back. That's where scientists say that seems more reasonable to us. It's also doable now. Well, what are some methods to do that? Uh, you can do it with astral, uh, with remote viewing. Oh, well, astral projection okay, yeah, save okay. that. But if you have that on the docket, I'll wait. Yeah, save that. You're okay, right. I'll save it. Yeah. Well, here are some other theories that we've talked about on this podcast. Okay, yeah. Melo, you may not know about these, and some of our listeners might not. But in uh, the 1960s, well, actually, I guess it was in, the book was written in 2000. But the book was written by a, a priest named Francis Brun, who in uh, his 2002 book, talked about an inventor, a priest who was also an inventor, who had invented and shown in the Vatican to this priest who wrote the book and to others what's known as the chronovisor. And it is, as the name describes, it allows you to see into the future and to the past. You can't go there, you can't do anything, but you can view it. And so like, the guy, the priest that wrote the book was like, I saw the crucifixion of Christ like live in real time. This device allows you to go and, and look at any time you want. And it's in the, the, the basement of the Vatican, which the Vatican archives are massive. Mm-hmm. And they, they're open to anybody, but they're completely uncatalogued. So you have to know what you want and know where it is. Which is another way of saying somebody has to have told you over time. Right. Because, I mean, if you think about, like, walking into, I'm trying to think of a good city um, that people would know. It, it would be like walking into downtown Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And knowing, like, there's a book somewhere in this, you know, four-mile square radius. And you're like, how am I going to, I mean, that's, some, and meanwhile, there's. Billions of books. So it's right, not like yeah. you're like looking for yeah. a, it's just, you're like, it, the chronovisor's Ain't down no Deuteronomy. there. Deuteronomy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deuteronomy. So, so yeah, there's no, there's no, so, so the, according to this priest, there's this thing that's like the chronovisor, which is a real thing. He's seen it. He details it ex- ex- extensively in his book. It was invented by a, a Vatican scientist who figured out how to kind of warp time so that you could at least view it. And at the time... The idea was that, like, if we could show people verifiable proof of, like, Jesus, then they would become believers. But the, the church was ultimately like, it's too risky, hmm. and it requires faith, so we're not we're not behind this thing. But that was the kind of, like, the idea behind wow. it. Wow, what if it was just a window with the guy acting behind it? Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> He's like, just hey, a, like a, uh, I, I want to see the future, and then he has to quick put on robot outfit. What <laughs> were those things in the 80s? <laughs> 
Remember those things in the 80s that you... Uh, oh, uh, Polaroid? No, no, no. The, Camera. Kaleidoscope. You, it's oh, a Viewmaster. Tool. View, yeah, there, there you go. go. We got it. I love playing charades. Yeah, it was one of those <laughs> things, man. But each time you flipped it, it just it just flipped to another set where people yeah, were totally. acting out. And like, he's like losing his breath because he's running back and forth and having to do it all. It's like carrot top. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, that's one theory. Okay. Is that somebody has something like the chronovisor. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. And, you know, if one person can build a chronovisor, another person can build sure. a chronovisor. Second thing is what we've talked about before which there is a secret underground military base known as S4, which is pretty much adjacent to Area 51. And it's a bizarre on many levels, but the most bizarre level is what's called the Alice Floor. And the Alice Floor, named for Alice in Wonderland, it has a, a government-built uh, machine called the Looking Glass. It has a lot of things in there that are bizarre, including like a, a, a portal to a a base in Australia called Pine Gap, but they also have a free hot bar. Which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> but they had an alien that worked there for a while. But Carl. They, <laughs> Carl. No, his name was uh, uh, Valiant Thor. Yeah, Valiant Thor. He was from Venus. Venus. He was a, he was a, yeah. It was like well-known. People talk about the yeah, Venusian. What? Yeah. yeah. There was an alien that worked for the U.S. government named Valiant Thor he looked for like a long a time. character right out of the uh, Flash Gordon yeah, totally. 80s movie. Look, Multiple totally like people that. have said he just was a guy from, from another planet that worked and he either just committed from day one to like a cosplay thing or he was that's what he was. Cause, <laughs> why did he introduce him? That's pretty bold to introduce yourself as Valiant Thor because like, I don't be like, I'm a stupendous Shane. <laughs> like what is this an improv 101 game uh, but also you gotta have the outfit to rock you know? yeah that's yeah. true oh, I got those <clears throat> yeah that's crazy yeah. I, man see that's why I always believe aliens walk the money that's it mm-hmm. like, for sure they do Absolutely. yeah yeah well the looking glass which is the the centerpiece of the Alice floor is this device that uses electromagnetic gravity type to, to sort of warp space-time and it can grab these images from the future and it collects them but it it it, um, it has so much data involved that it's not able to sort of organize it either so it's you can see the future but again imagine just seeing the future like you you pull right. something up and you see somebody getting shot, but you're like, I don't know where that is, when it's that like is. It's like searching tweets without tags. You're like, right, yeah, how do like, I find this? Like, right. how am I able to or do Or have you ever like, just, just scrolled through Twitter and somebody's replied to somebody, mm. but you don't know what the prompt was, and you're just like, what the fuck are yeah, they what talking is this? about? That's, <laughs> I always delete my first message so that the responses yeah. that people send seem crazy. I usually give it like eight minutes, and if it doesn't get at least a like or a retweet, then I'm deleting it. Like, no, you do that? I bomb. I leave my sadness out there <laughs> for people to see. What is this thing you call tweeting? Yeah, what is this tweeting? <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, that, however, again, this disorganized database of glimpses of the future pulled from the looking glass, that to me would be a means by which someone could see something, whether that's a stock market crash and, and at least divine when that occurred. I mean, like, if you're like, I just saw this game 29-29 of Oklahoma State or mm-hmm. Kansas versus uh, Oklahoma State, and you're like, 
I kind of know what the uniforms look like. I can just mm-hmm. kind of keep an eye on this. And then when I see it, I'm like, ah, I think this is the game. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. I'd be like, I don't have patience to yeah. keep up with this. Weed. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I wouldn't smoke weed. Too. I'm like, you went to the fish and did what? Yeah. Man, I don't know. And never have I, yeah. And never have I been high and been like, oh, you remember basketball? You remember basketball? I totally didn't ever think about basketball when I'm still just because that's not in front of me. I would do all that work and be like, damn, that game was yesterday. Shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. That's With that new Chalupa coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's out of all that's funny. If you're, if you're, all you use your, your, your future crystal ball for <laughs> yeah, is right. like to know when the McRib's coming back and you're already <laughs> yeah. in line. And they're like, I bet you $5 it'd be out January 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> the McRib? No, it ain't, man. That won't come out till spring. Bet, bet. I almost bought a bunch of frozen one time just because I was like, you know, people be jonesing halfway through this cycle. You almost bought frozen McRibs. No, I almost bought bought them and then frozen. frozen, And then I was going to release them in between the six month second blade. You know, you want them now. What a great business model where (laughs) you just get like one of those. Uh, those you storage places. Yeah, it's filled with McRibs. You freeze it out, like you build a freezer, so you make a, you just freeze down ten thousand. We'll start a Patreon level for that. Uh, we'll That's build that. Just business. call it McDowell's. <laughs> McDowell's. <yeah. laughs> McDowell's. Uh, yeah. Okay. The rib mick. That's right. I'm into it. <laughs> Resell those. Do you ever buy a Chick-fil-A and put it in your fridge for Sunday? That's a life hack right there. What? You buy Chick-fil-A on a Saturday and you put it in the fridge. And yeah. then on Sunday when you're like, I wish I had Chick-fil-A, you heat it up. Ah, man. I can never let it. I ha- I, I, I've been <laughs> hacking the Chick-fil-A recipe. I got a good one. Yeah, it's really good. You brine your chicken in pickle juice. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and then you fry it. Makes sense. It's great, and you pray over it to get the extra. Yeah. And you molest yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I have Chick-fil-A my teenager. I have to chickens? have my teenager. Make oh no, my bad. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm <general>. thinking churches. <laughs> <laughs> thinking of churches, chicken. My bad. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue, but don't let a wild pube wreck you. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsors at Manscaped are here for you with the best tools to get your balls ready for this special occasion. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code CBM20 for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The Performance Package 4.0 for Manscaped is just the thing every guy needs in their life to make each and every day just a little bit more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate balls. It even has a 4000K LED spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desires. Did I mention it's waterproof too? I'd like to propose making February 13th a national holiday as National Shave Your Balls Day. Who's with me? I think this is one holiday that men and women can get behind. Manscaped created products that will make your V-Day date say, wow, great set of balls you have there. Go to manscaped.com for our exclusive offer of 20% off plus free shipping with code CBM20. Your balls and lady will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with code CBM20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code CBM20. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. The other thing um, that could possibly be at play here, Mm. I think it was a 1983 CIA report 
but I think it became available in 2003. So a lot of CIA stuff was declassified. Mm. And one of the expansive documents, which most people have not read because it's so large, it was called the Gateway Project. And this is what, Shane, you were mentioning. Yeah. Which is in the 80s, the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency of America, ran a project to train people to allow their brains to let go of what we consider reality in order to experience true reality, which would allow them to time travel, astral project, do all remote sensory location. And it was SpaceX. Um, <laughs> um, so the, 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 the important stuff, the, the project was described Space as this probation. project is designed to bring <laughs> yeah. enhanced strength, focus, and coherence to the amplitude and frequency of brainwave output between left and right hemispheres. So as to alter consciousness, moving it outside the physical sphere so as to ultimately escape even the restrictions of time and space. Mm -hmm. And that's the hemisync process. That's the, it's by syncing the hemispheres of the right and left brain. So the basis of this idea, which apparently, according to the CIA and all this Gateway Project stuff was, was correct, mm -hmm. is that what we, what we see when we look around and think of as reality, it's all matter, but matter is just really energy moving at a certain speed which allows our brains to interpret it as solid material. Mm -hmm. Not only matter, but time, the dimensions that we live in are a combination of subatomic and atomic particles in motion that communicate to our brain through certain frequencies that project what we and all of us consider reality. And they're like, if we can break that connection down, which we can through uniting the two hemispheres of the brain, then people escape that idea and then that allows them to travel between dimensions. It allows them to time travel, allows them to experience all these things. And they tried it and apparently it was work. Like it was a, yeah. a valid thing. And they were like, okay, well we've cracked the source yeah. code of the entire universe. Yeah. There's right? interviews with a guy that first, so initially it was not a CIA project. They heard about it, I think. And then they sent someone there and there's interviews with this guy from the CIA that did it. Mm -hmm. He was like, had me lay in a room and he talked to my ears and I heard these noises and then I went on a trip like a, a fucking mushroom trip or acid trip just fucking out of his mind DMT I don't know he was like somewhere else and then when he came to with Robert Monroe telling him to come back and stuff and he felt the bed was levitating he came out of the room and the guy's like how'd you make the bed levitate he's like it never was he's like you just were gone this process, whatever they did, he was gone immediately. Just somewhere else. I feel like I just heard some shit I'm not supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Don't it, come at, well it, it's cool it, stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible stuff. Yeah. And I have it's the insane. gateway tapes. I've been like, so I, we talked about it last pod, but uh, it's basically meditations you do every day. Mm -hmm. I've gotten through the fourth one and they asked me to like remember a mantra, which I couldn't. So I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not good with memory. Uh, but in the third one, you do this thing where you're like, they're talking you through stuff and you hear, you're just listening to these sounds and I, they, people do this thing called clicking out to where you'll click out and you don't fall asleep, but you just don't remember what happened. Oh, that wow. happened to me. And when I, when he brought me back awake, my pointer finger was just like pointing straight up randomly. Holy cow. Like my body was moving on its own without me knowing what was going on. Wow. Yeah. I, I, and that's in like the first of, uh, I think seven chapters of stuff. It's crazy. Uh, wow. So, like, people leave their body. They do all this crazy stuff with this stuff. So yeah, I'll post I, them if people want to go try it out. I think this this is, uh, like, the idea that there is a methodology by which you can free your mind 
to then see the future and that through that you can gain information that could be beneficial in the present to me mm-hmm. that of all the things we talked about the chronovisor looking glass sure. and that's the one i'm most apt to say okay i'll, I'll at least buy that yeah for the pod and i well here's what i would say about this so i don't know if the astral projection gateway stuff i know it allows you to astral project which is your spirit leaving your body and you mm. can do whatever you want the thing with that is a lot of it it was perce- is perception based so it's less um there's not as many hard facts as you can pull mm-hmm. because you can say i went to the moon and i saw these structures on the moon someone else can go to that same moon and say I saw it like this. So you, right. s- you can see it different. It's perceptual, but you are definitely leaving your physical body. Whereas remote viewing actually allows you to see things that are verifiable. Yeah. I mean, and obviously if you're able to view the future, your, your viewing is verifiable, whether or not you win the bet or not. Right. Yeah. Or the lottery or not. Sure. Which is an interesting idea because, um, where this took me was, uh, to a presidential candidate named Andrew Basaggio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever heard of him? Yeah, I've heard of him on this podcast. Well, he ran for president, and I love, I love his platform. Uh, what he claimed was is that I was involved in a government project where I was. Oh yeah, this guy. Project Gateway, where I was allowed to see the future, and so, sometime between 2016 and 2028, I was elected president or vice president. So you should vote for, vote for wow. me. Yeah. Is um, this the one that said he went back and saw the Gettysburg Address? Yes, he saw the yeah. Gettysburg Address. It was actually there. There's a photo online where yes. he claimed there's a kid at the Gettysburg Address. Address. He said he traveled through time. Yep. And he was like, I was the kid right there. When I showed up, I had no clothes. And someone yeah. gave me adult's boots. So that kid with the big boots, that's me. That was him. And people were like, well, we have no way of not verifying. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good con. Whatever. It's, uh, it could be real, but also con. it's great. It's like, yeah. Just go to the library and find the most obscure yeah. photo. Yeah. See that guy with the rash on his face? Well, when I landed, I landed in a mud puddle. And you know how people shit back there in the puddles. <laughs> well, I got an eye infection. Uh, uh, I had pink eye. They yeah, didn't pink, know what it was. Yeah, that's what it is. Pink eye. I didn't want to say pink eye, but it's pink eye. But the reason, um, and he, it, we, we've we've covered him, but we could we could certainly do it again. But what I found interesting about him is somebody asked him once, that, like, why why didn't you like in your time travels? Why didn't you do anything to like win the lottery or did you gamble? And he was like, absolutely not. Like it's 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 really dangerous to do something like that. So like, there's a lot of things they do to prevent that. And he's like, the lottery and sports gambling. They're actually honeypots oh. to catch errant time travelers. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. So, like, Ooh. right? So, so like, that's why we'd never heard of those motherfuckers, because they're dead. They're dead, right? Because mm. they, 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 they know that people that who are trained in the methodology for time travel, or if you're given access to looking glass, exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's a company out there, they're like, well, if, if people can time travel or at least get a glimpse of the future, somebody eventually is going to be like, I'm just going to take a bet one time. Yeah, one time. They won't know. They won't know. And so the lottery exists. The the sports betting, to some degree, works with this secret agency, which is out there catching people who manipulate the space-time continuum, mm. which I love. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's fun. Like, that's a, that that's a sucks, Netflix series. That changes <laughs> up the whole game. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. Man. And if you know, and here's what I, I was thinking about this because I was thinking about it in terms of the lottery because it's a little easier to think about. But if, if if you could 
if you could see the future, mm-hmm. and, and let's just say for the sake of the argument, it's not easy. So it's not like you can instantaneously go to a spot in time mm-hmm. and get the lottery numbers for next week. Like, yeah, tune in Tokyo takes a little. Yeah, bit. I think it's like it's like remember like when you back in the day when you had to t- tune a radio and like you could, like it, it yeah, couldn't always get it, and so, but so you didn't always have a good chance of getting it. I think what you would look for is not just lotto numbers that nobody won. I think you would look for a lottery that somebody won Mm. because those numbers are easier to find. True. Does that make sense? So So you just split the pot. So you just split the pot. So I think, I think that that's, I think that that's how they catch these people because a split plot up a split pot in a lottery is mathematically perplexing to even mathematicians. Really? Yes. It doesn't make, I mean, really, it's got to be tough, right? But it happens it, pretty it often happens, it, yeah, when pretty it gets happens. big enough, yeah. and you're like, "Well, enough tickets get bought," and, and the math is like, "That's not how yeah, math no. works." Right? I mean, someone's game in the system. It's like it really shouldn't happen, right? Like, really, no one should win. It's right. astronomically that nobody should ever win the lottery, but people do. And then the fact that some two people get those number of random numbers twice is that like it's unless unless you buy every single possible right. combination. But but it, that that to me makes sense because when somebody wins those numbers, they get they get announced more often. Does that does, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they they end up in every paper. Like every paper is like on you know January 25th. These were the winning numbers, and so and so won them. And you're just like, well, they won 310 million. I'll I'll gladly split that with them. Yeah, I'll take yeah. I'll take a 105. So, so I think when two people win, they're they're Wait, going out there being like, up. one of you's a time traveler. One of you's legit, and one of you's a time traveler. Hmm. Right. And it's obvious you'd know which one. Right, because the one wearing right. the cool glasses, you're like, those are from the future. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's swag is Yeah, 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 this guy. There's no way no, no, that's the thing, though, is that you're living in this time. Oh, right, so you're looking forward. You're looking yeah. forward. You're not, it's not someone. No, so saying, like, but still, like, yeah. if you think about it, right, you're looking forward, but your attitude's changing because you know. Right, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the person yeah. who just won, they just won. Yeah. But you know. You know. You right? got your like, Jankos on from your time. It'll be hard like, for you I to won. fake the fact that you didn't just look into the future. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hard for you to fake the fact that you wouldn't do it again. Right? I mean, did you? I mean, like, if you got away with it, like, wouldn't you do it a second time? Oh, I mean, that's why I don't. I don't know. That's why you got to hit big the first time. Well, but I think mm. I think hitting big is the wrong. You know, it's like that guy in the wire. Hey, what's your, what do you consider big though? A ten dollars. Man, look, I'll, I'll get three mil right now and be like, I ain't doing three nothing. mil. I'm I'm done. Three mil. Nothing. I'm like, peace out, guys. I ain't doing nothing. Yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm yeah. I'm getting a small place and I'm I ain't doing nothing. I think three million would still raise the suspicions of the CIA. Like what if we split three mil? I mean, I just think they if they know who's seen into the future then already. So there's no hide. True. No, yeah. but here's the thing. If 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 again the gateway project, mm-hmm. which is not something that uses a machine or some kind of technology, it's about freeing your mind in such a way. Mm-hmm. And, agree, and again, I agree with you that like if you start looking into the future to the point where you can control the present, they know that, right? Yeah. yeah. But but if you're just sort of like, I figured out how to do this, and I'm going to go and I'm going to like look into the future and, and I'm going to start. 
I think your best move is like, I'm just going to win a bet here and there. I'm going to win $60,000, and then in a couple months, I'll win another 60000 You know the better move? It's the stock market. And yeah, yeah. remote viewers are actually doing that. You can go on Reddit, remote and there's viewers remote are, viewers that are... are looking in the stock market, and they are trying to view future dates when stocks run. And I think if you could, if you could heighten your consciousness, and there is something about intuition. I mean, there really is something about intuition. My wife, and I've probably told this on the pod, but it's a good story nonetheless, is that we, we tried to have a baby for, for four and a half years before we got pregnant, which was brutal. And we had all but given up. And I went to California. I was out of town. And we, we had plans in place to see this kind of miracle worker in uh, Iowa. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called me and she was like, hey, I don't think we're going to go to Iowa. And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. And she was like, because I'm, I'm pregnant. And I was like, oh, this big deal, right? But prior to that, she had had a, she woke me up one night and she was like, I had a dream and I was holding our son and it wasn't a dream. It was absolutely real. Yeah. So we got pregnant. Then we went in for the ultrasound and they do 3D pictures now. Mm-hmm. And the pictures came out, started bawling. She's like, that's the kid I saw. Hundred percent. She's like, it was not a dream. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, if she can have that precognitive understand, people have these experiences all the time. Right. They've basically, for some reason, experienced the Gateway Project without training their minds. Mm. Now, if you can train it enough to where you can see what you want to see, mm-hmm. and maybe you're not right, but you don't have to be right very often to make a lot of money in the stock market. Yeah. Right. It just takes one big bet where you're like. Right, I, I think this is right, and then you, when it hits, you hit or a, or a game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And if you're smart, when you realize after you've picked six World Series games perfectly down to the score that you got 14 million, and you say, you know what, I'm good, I'm going to walk away from this. I don't need to hit the next one where they will figure out how I did this. That's not how gambling works, though. You keep it going. Let you can't, you can't stop let, gambling. No, no, that's let it ride. That's a that's an addiction, mother. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I let it ride. Yeah, he's like, you know what? I'm good. That's right. That's why the stock market crashed so bad this last year because all yeah. those all those uh, Wall Street bets guys. Yeah, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. I mean, if you if you don't follow Wall Street bets, it's a good time. It's it's a great way to spend a couple hours on Reddit. Yeah, because every third one is like a picture of someone's balance. Oh, they just banned all that. They oh they they did. got they just stopped uh, doing loss and gain porn. Ugh. people are pissed. I was I, it was like there were ones where people literally were like like a twelve month. It was like one point eight million, and now it's like <laughs> zero. Yeah, they're like, well, that didn't go well. And it's like all the people that are on there are just like egging on people that don't know what they're fucking doing, which mm-hmm. pump and dump. It yeah. is it is it is. But that's the addictive part of it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I think that the people that do it right, hmm. they're looking in the future, they're getting a little advantage, and they're bringing it back, and they're like, okay. Is there anything besides lottery and gambling that's in, in stock market that uh, you could use the future to like sort of exploit that would kind of go undetected? Hmm. Fuel prices? Uh, maybe. I was going to say uh, that one hot chick no one could get to. Oh. Hmm. Go in the future, find out like <laughs> something about it that all you got to do is say one line and be like, "Damn, Melo got Rihanna pregnant." <laughs> yeah, nobody could do it, but he did it. He did it. I don't know how, how he do it. He said, 
Ella, Ella, eh, eh, and then <laughs> yeah. he got her pregnant. <laughs> I think that this is, first of all, I don't have any explanation for any of these sports bets that we talked about. Right. They defy logic to me. And I know people say, well, people get lucky. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know that luck works that way. Um, and, and so there are certain instances in time where somebody got so lucky. There's a guy in North Carolina that's won the, the North Carolina the pick three. Mm-hmm. He wins it. Yeah, he wrote a book, I think. He wrote a book. How to win the lottery, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it involves... The some... scratch offs are easier because you know exactly when they drop them and you know when yeah. you're more likely to win. Scratch offs, that's what his book is about. It's how to win scratch offs because there's actually a way to do it. Speaking of like time travel, right? So what do you guys think of like guys like Tesla? Weren't they considered those forward thinking or some say they dreamt the stuff? Oh, right. It's about Nikolai Tesla. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. Okay. Not, not Elon Musk. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah, we... Uh, we like those guys are just yeah, so... Yeah, Da Vinci. Yeah. yeah, you know, I... Maybe they had it, and then they were like, "Oh, it's some alien." I'm like, "No, nah, you the alien." No, nah, doubt you the you got that thing. I often wonder if we talk about reincarnation, if that somehow, when when certain entities are reincarnated, that they retain some of that knowledge, and that it, it to some degree doesn't abide by typical rules of like time and space. So, like, the way that Leonardo da Vinci just, like, drew things that looked like they were drawn in the 21st century. Right. It's just like, how did somebody even conceive of things that were just nowhere near? It's like it's almost like, did he, was he just born with that knowledge from a prior life? Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't, but we've talked about like I don't. I mean, Nikola, Nikola's Tesla, his understanding of space and time were so far ahead of anyone else's. Just, but someone has that now. So who? going back to your, uh, no, I'm just saying like somebody has that. Mind. So so I think that it's not that there's something that happens that lets people bring that knowledge forward. I think uh, there's a series I started watching on YouTube that talks to people whose kids were reincarnated. Mm-hmm. So I think that all kids are reincarnated, and they have these ideas and knowledge but i think there's a a brain your brain gets malformed or malformed compared to ordinary Mm -hmm. folks uh to where you can actually continue to know have those memories continue to understand Mm. right so it's if our body is just a an antenna for a consciousness you can have it not work right if our body and it's how it's supposed to work is to not let you remember that maybe sometimes bodies are made where you can remember okay so imagine if tesla Whoever his spirit is keeps jumping from body to body, smart, smart, constantly learning and learning and learning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ends uh, in a body where he can actually remember all these things and he can utilize them. Um, unbeknownst to him, it's from past lives where he's dealt with electricity and dealt with things over and over and over. But he may have that same brain issue that we talked about in the last episode about schizophrenics. Their brains are different, but their brains mimic people who have had UFO experiences right. and uh, paranormal experiences. So is that brain antenna at a place where it's just letting more information and they're letting their past life knowledge in that's interesting which means there would be right. someone now that has that but maybe their brain is quote-unquote normal the way to think of the brain is that like you know when you have a monitor that you sit in front of on your phone or your mm-hmm. computer what's get what what gets sent to that monitor is zeros and ones just yeah. binary data mm-hmm. and it 
quickly processes that and then renders it into a graphic image, which is what we do, our brains essentially do. Yeah. But but the information, there occasionally people come along, right, who can read the source code. Yeah. And once you do that, it, it it's like that moment in the matrix where the walls are made of zeros and ones. Yeah. They're like, oh, this I, I get it now. Yeah. None of this is real. And therefore I have ability. And that that maybe that once that once you achieve that level, right? That when you die, you're like, I didn't really, I didn't die. Yeah, I didn't I'm die. just back in the source code. So yeah. I'll just try to find another monitor that will see me, and then I'll just have a physical manifestation. Yeah, and we this has become a theme on our pod this year, at least. I think is the Matrix is probably yeah. in every episode, but I think that the more we talk about, it, the more it seems to tie to this. It ties idea. to all these these theories that we have about reality yeah i feel we'll be like bill and ted one day it's like two idiots that ended up actually writing a figuring, song figuring out the, the song yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what we're gonna be accidentally right yeah yeah I'll, I'll i would go with that i would yeah i okay i think we're, we're getting close to final thoughts i'll mm-hmm. give mine i think that the only way to explain some of these bets and some of the other coincidental things in life is that certain people are able to have some form of precognition into the future and pull it back into the present. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that sort of makes sense in some ways. I also think that if that is true, we didn't figure that out, that the CIA or whoever, some government agency that probably doesn't have a name we all know of, mm-hmm. has also figured that out, and therefore they have set up traps to ensnare people that would manipulate the space-time continuum for their own benefit in such a grave way that it could potentially jeopardize reality. Hmm. So I think that it's probably happening. Like really smart criminals or time travelers. Hmm. Smooth can, criminals. Can, can just sort of fly under the radar like, like any other kind of crime. And uh, See, but, I think a good way to get away with it is like, oh, this dude made the shake weight. Nah, there's no he. he oh yeah, you got to do something <laughs> you know? real dumb on the surface. Yeah. Like, you got to do something real. You gotta, oh, the sham wow guy. He's, he's not a. Wet, he's man. a moron. There's no way he could make money on the he stock just market. Just made a towel. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm a millionaire. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Didn't he die? Sham wow. Billy Blanks. Die. No, not Billy Blanks. Billy. No, Vince is the sh- sham wow guy. But I think he died of cocaine or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. One of them died. No, the big guy with the beard died. Yeah, he died. Billy, of, he died of like Billy a Mays. Heart. Billy, Billy Mays. Mays. Yeah. And then I think the other dude, my uh, Mike Landell, still kicking. <laughs> my pillow guy. He's slipping though. His he is. Drop. Well, yeah, because no one's showing up to his like uh, Trump rallies. <laughs> <laughs> that dude making money off them people, man. Yeah, good for him. He's still making money. He ain't he making is. pillows, but he's making right. money. How about the How about the guy? That's, uh, can you hear me now? Did he die? Can you hear me now? Oh, what yeah. happened to that? Oh guy? no, he went to sprint. Yeah, he went to sprint. <laughs> he's still alive. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, they got rid of him because he got busted doing something, right? Yeah, he did uh, something. Then he jerked off in front of something. probably. Yeah, know, he jerked but, off in front of Subway's Jared. <laughs> they got rid of him, and then Sprint is like, "We're gonna hire you." And he was like, "Guess what? Who can hear me now?" I was like, "Is that? Did can you do just... that?" Well, he did it. I mean, and it's the... not the same. No, it's not. <laughs> Ronald McDonald so. shows up in a Burger King commercial <laughs> yeah. after Diddling. He's like, "Can Grimace? you fucking hear me now?" <laughs> <laughs> Burger He's, King. I'm king now. Yeah, <laughs> He's rocking right. a damn crown. <laughs> but I think there's some beef going on between. Mm-hmm. 
Burger King. Hundred percent pure beef. So Burger King. See, it's claims. just a king. Ronald got a whole gang behind him. Yeah, he's got squirt flower. He's got clown tricks. It's a lame gang though, man. <laughs> it's it's a, a really weak ass gang. Yeah, yeah but man, Hamler, he's got an ankle bracelet. <laughs> isn't there like a one woman? The isn't there like a birdie? She's yeah, like, birdie. Who the fuck? Yeah, is she supposed yeah. to be chicken weed? Chicken, chicken. Yeah, she's yeah. the chicken she in that chicken group. nugget. God, maybe what a crazy. I don't know. And then the fry guys. Yep. They were punk. I don't know. I, well, I'm pretty fry stoked on all like these the guys. Island boys. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we're the Fryland boys. <laughs> the Fryland boys. Fryland. Oh, the the Fryland boys. <laughs> Over here frying in the grease. We're frying boys. But, all right, my final thought. This is my final thought. You know winning at sports is easier than winning the lottery. Here's why. Less numbers. I think you have a better chance. Follow me. Less numbers. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. You can pay attention to the people playing, so you have a better idea. Like, you could probably pick. Just go in there and pretend you're picking lottery numbers. So, say you pick oh. 1, 12, 17, 14, 24, Powerball, 59. You could just go into a basketball game and be like, okay, I know that okay. number one isn't playing well tonight, so he'll probably not get this many points. He'd probably average around this. So you can do averages with sports. You can't do averages with lottery tickets. So I think you have a better chance of winning with sports randomly like that by running. I, I, I you see, see what I'm point. saying? Yeah. So maybe, maybe somebody ran some kind of fancy algorithm and was like, as obscene as this bet seems for this low buy-in mm-hmm. and payout, right? Like, there's or he ran that low right. buy-in bet on every fucking number. That's what, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which somebody yeah. did that, but, but yeah. a long time ago, the the Powerball used to be pick five plus the Powerball. Yeah. Now it's pick six plus the Powerball. Is that right? No, still five. Okay, well it was oh four in the Powerball. It was four in Powerball, okay, yeah. or there wasn't a power. There was okay. something else. Anyway, long story short, yeah. a company realized that there are X number of options they can so just buy the, everything so if it got over this they would just buy every number and they they sent to the new york lottery commission like a check for whatever it was 176 million dollars for one and they had every number every combination <laughs> and they were like no we're not we're not giving this to you but that should be legal well they 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 raised the money they got like you know 20 investors to give them however much money they needed in new york and then they went to court and eventually they they won in court Okay. But originally, New York Lottery was like, no. And that's what you're saying is that yeah. somebody ran an algorithm were like, it seems like impossible to pick. Right. But if I bet 30 times, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Maybe someone just figured they've gained the system. If I, if I wager $400 and I'm guaranteed to win 24000 that's right. a great. It's a good, good payoff. It's not time traveler. It's nerds. Yeah, it's just nerds. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> nerds ruined it again. Fuck, I was hoping for time travel. What's your final thought, Mel? I think uh, what blew me is when you talked about the honeypots. Mm. Mm. So that just kind of like, it makes sense. There's right. got to be people ahead of the game on that. Has to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, there has to be someone patrolling that because that could get out of hand. There's no way they're going to let people just free nilly it. Free ni- no way. Cuz we're greedy people. So Yeah. And we're we're constantly watched and surveillanced and right? So it's like Absolutely. what are you just going to let somebody that has access to time travel just place a bet? Yeah. No, yeah, you're going to you're going to you're going to entrap them. Can we yeah. set up a honeypot for anything? Sure. Like we know the Aristides running low on limes. We know someone at the end is going to try to sell them bitches for twice as much. Well, do like that dude. A McRib honeypot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was it? All the hand sanitizer? Oh, yeah, that guy. $100,000. Dude, yep. 
he had to, he got he, fucked. He got. And then I don't he think he gave, did anything wrong. Oh, wasn't he? Yeah, he did. He definitely did something wrong. Yeah, he bought it all up and was trying to sell that. That's called you're not <laughs> supposed to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, my mind, not, just it's supply. a good business plan. Uh, yeah, I thought it was a not, smart. Nobody it's called price it. gouging. Justin, no, he saw that there was a demand for hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. and he bought these like kits that one of the items in there was hand sanitizer, and he was like, "Well, shit, I can just buy these." And then, and then I got to sell the hand sanitizer, and it's so hot right now. <laughs> I mean, no, it's so he basically sold the sanitizer for the what he paid for the whole kit, basically. And then oh, like, so and everything else money. is just, just free money. Oh, crazy! But it was expensive for the hand sanitizer. It was like twenty dollars. Yeah, bottle. that's insane. Yeah, a lot of my my friends have stockpiled guns for the inevitable apocalypse. Oh yeah, and uh, not bullets. One of just them, guns. just go, just gun, you know, <laughs> throwing guns at people. That's exactly right. My yeah. friend Carl was like, "Do you have? Do you own a gun?" I was like, "No." So what are you going to do if shit breaks down? And I'm like, I have been stockpiling bullets. <laughs> yeah. So I'll sell those. I will trade my bullets for a gun. Yeah. Your worthless gun. I will have all the ammo in the neighborhood. It makes way more sense. So Until someone shoots a grenade at you and then it blows all your <laughs> ammo. Still here. Yeah. yeah. Hope you have a safe well, spot for that stuff. Any other th- any other thoughts? I think this has been really good, man. I think this is uh, yeah. I don't know if there's time travelers or not, but I think that uh, I hope there are because that's more fun than just random savants winning money. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I think there are. I think there are people that are cognitively understanding the future before it happens. So, well, let me just say, in high school, I had a dream. I had long hair in high school. I had a dream that my mom called me and said, "You need to cut your hair for school pictures for senior photos." And I cried and cried and cried in that dream because I love my long hair. The next day, my mom called me. She said, you need to cut your hair for seeing your photos. And I fucking broke the fuck down because <laughs> that was a thing that happened to me in my dream. And it was so real. And I predicted the future. You did. So I believe it's a thing. I wish I, I, I would I, won the lottery yes, instead of looking like a little bitch. So we can all retire. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Well, listen, this has been super fun. It is always great to have you yeah, on the show. Yeah, come back anytime. Anytime, oh, and uh, we look forward to it. And uh, where can folks find you? Where can they see you perform or uh, uh, follow you on social media? February 27th, I will be at the Poor House for oh, the yeah. Neptunes. Neptune's nice. comedy, show comedy show in Raleigh, North Carolina. Awesome. Great show. At Poor House. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this has been Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this is Mike Mello. Thanks. Peace. Peace. Peace.